Welcome to the Yana podcast, a mental health podcast where we're going to talk about life, hear stories of strength, and get all in our feelings so we can remind you that you are not alone. Our hosts are me, Carly, and Becca. Both of us are super passionate about mental health, advocacy, education, and shattering that stigma. We love creating opportunities for young people to share their stories and experiences about navigating mental health and life in general. The content of this podcast may contain mature subject matter, such as discussions about suicide, self-harm, drug and alcohol abuse, sexual or physical violence, as well as the use of strong language. Listener discretion advised. Before we left off last week, we had been talking to Dallas Lankard. Dallas is a Colorado native that has worked both in the entertainment and business industries. She has recently found her voice through social media and has used her platform to open up about her mental health journey, finding support and camaraderie within online communities. She currently lives in Colorado with her two dogs and cat and loves to do theater, bake, and create unnecessary home improvement projects in her spare time. You might know her from TikTok as Dally Jean. She is a tic-tac sensation (laughs) influencer. Um, And also in this episode, we have been unfortunately saying goodbye to Carly. This is her last episode. And also welcoming Danny, who will be taking the reins from Carly. So we will pick up right where we left off last week. We're back. Yay, we're back. (laughs) We're back. Yes, we've been talking with Dallas about lots of things, about her journey, about how she feels about mental health, how that affected or how her you know, journey as a theater kid to being an actress to you know, now being back in Colorado, how that has all impacted her mental health. Um, so Carly, there was something that you wanted to ask in particular. Yes. yes, I do. Right before the break, we were kind of talking about this idea, right, that like you, you can't feel like people are expected to feel a certain way if they look a certain way or act a certain way, or they, you know, people have this perception that like mental illness or mental health challenges only impact a certain demographic of people. Mm -hmm. And that like the people that we see publicly or on Instagram or TikTok or on TV or whatever, those people, quote unquote, they, what do they have to be sad about? Like, yes. these, like beautiful people by like society's standard of beauty, whatever. What do right. they have to be sad about? But like, it's so much more than that. So I think that like, that is such a harmful thought process. So I wanted to unpack that a little bit because <laughs> I feel like Dallas was kind of like hinting at that, right? That like, there was this like, this definition of who she was or supposed to be or pressure on her to be this version of herself that like, God forbid, if she had a bad day or was like emotional about something, like it didn't, it didn't count. And like, talk about that. So that was my, my introduction to the topic. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I think theater is, I mean, I'm a, what? 
<laughs> as much as I love theater, it can be very toxic, I think, because, mm-hmm. you know, there's since the follies in the 20s, like there's a certain look of like a theater chorus girl. And I was fortunate enough to be exactly that, like tall, leggy, blonde girl. Mm-hmm. Um, like a rocket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, within theater, it, I don't know, like, I don't think that anybody put the pressure on anyone. Like, I don't think one person was like, you need to lose weight and you need to look like this, but it was just the general vibe of the world and of like the theater community. It's just kind of an expectation. And so there's like a natural animosity that people will hold towards those that already kind of fit in that. Mm. image because then they have to do x amount of work to look like one person when that person doesn't have to do as much work it's that you know disgusting toxic mindset but that definitely happened even with my best of friends in college like I'm very lucky to have the genes that I do but it doesn't mean that I didn't have to do as much work as them in other ways but it wasn't viewed the same and like I was always incredibly extroverted because I was an only child I had to fend for myself if I didn't I had no friends and so it was like going to parties and they were like oh well Dallas you have to go in first because you're more social like "Uh, okay (laughs) I guess I will like even (laughs) these when you weren't feeling social exactly that was this pressure right and I relate to that too because I'm a very outgoing like extroverted very positive human being and like I sometimes I'm like, okay, sometimes I'm not that. Yeah. I don't want to have to turn it on all the time. Right. Sometimes I just want to be along for the ride. Like, yes, because (laughs) not driving. Right. But like society or the community that I'm a part of, they like, that's how they label me. Mm -hmm. They think that like, I'm always 100% of the time like that. And you know, like you were saying like, oh, Dallas, go, go in. Like you're the more social one. But what if like, you're like, man like no yeah. I, I didn't even want to come out in the first place <laughs> right. and so here we are but that's not like your norm so like it's almost like you you feel like you can't feel that way exactly yeah uh, and like what one time in college my professor who I'm still very close with and I give him shit for saying this to me in the first place but he was <laughs> like Dallas you just you smile all the time you just seem so happy and that just like that one comment whether I realized it or not, set a precedent that, well, now I have to be the girl that just smiles all the time and I have to be happy. And so then when I was upset about things or other people did things to hurt me, they were like, "Eh, she's fine. Like she's strong enough. She can deal with it. And I was like, but I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to cry in my car for a day. And yeah, it's, it definitely, I definitely recognized what happened to me a lot more once I got older. And then I was like, whoa, (laughs) why did you put yourself through that? Why were you friends with these people when that's just not how you felt? And that's not, you know, you put on this facade and always had to turn it on when you needed to just turn off sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) It's a lot. But you don't even realize you put on yourself. Right. And so was there, oh my gosh. Yes. Like, I mean, I'm, like I said, well, I'm 39. Um, and like, there's, so many, there's so many things that I'm still, uh, oh, um, there's so many things that I'm like, 
unpacking that are like, oh my God, that's why I felt, feel the way I do. Or like, that's why like things that happened when I was a kid, you know, that like, um, I just didn't even realize, like I had internalized so much, you know, and it's, um, it's just crazy. Like how that can happen where there's certain behaviors of yours that you can look back and be like, oh, well, that's why I did. I acted or absolutely. And I've kind of had like a reckoning in the last year and a half or so. Well, I'll run into people that I knew in college and I'm just sitting there and I feel like I have to apologize for like everything that I did and who I was and the choices I made and, you know, how I treated people because I didn't realize what I was feeling. And I, I don't know why, you know, you never know why you acted the way that you did truly, but I found myself even at a friend's wedding last year, just like sitting down with people. And I was like, I'm really sorry for the person I was because, you know, looking back, I realized how many mistakes I made and Mm -hmm. this conversation I remember now, like it's crazy. And it's, it's hard to come to terms with the fact that like you weren't a good person. And yeah, I think, you know, I did the best with the tools I had at the time, not realizing how detrimental it was. <laughs> I was going to realize it was, right. but yeah, it's really hard to, now I want to apologize to everyone I've ever met in my life. <laughs> so <laughs> that really is so hard. funny because I, I'm with you so much on that. There's like, now that I'm in recovery and I'm five years into my recovery, almost six years into my recovery. So queen, queen, been- queen. <laughs> So it's been, um, you know, not that long of a period of my life. Um, but I am so confused. I'm still trying to figure out what was me operating in this unwell, like state of mind. Did I, was I mean, was I, you know, what did I do then? Was it appropriate behavior, inappropriate? I don't know. It's still trying to figure it out. And, um, and so I've been like, well, I also go to AA. So there is a part where we make amends, but like, I've been apologized. Like I reconnected with a group of friends recently. We've had this like group chat going. And I, in the very beginning of when we reconnected, I like, you know, was like, I'm so sorry for, you know, being, um, crazy, basically for lack of a better word, crazy, but like, yeah, like such a liability. And, and they were all like, I don't remember that at all, but we appreciate it. You know, mm-hmm. just like, I wanted to, I didn't know who I hurt, who I didn't or what. Right. I, all was so, I just felt so, I'd still do a bit, like feel shitty about the person I was. So feel like everything I did was probably shitty. Right. Yeah. It's really hard to have those like reparations when you're not exactly sure who you apologize to. Just right. apologize to everyone. Just make right. I would like to make a blanket statement. I am yeah. sorry. Right, <laughs> exactly. Asshole, and I'm sorry. It's pretty much everyone I see from my past. I'm like, did I apologize to you yet? Right. <laughs> I feel like I need oh to. Oh my gosh. Just that put is, out a TikTok to whom it may I was, concern. Exactly. I know, wait, I want, everyone that I know. I want to talk about your TikTok, okay? <laughs> because that I feel like, and I'm just assuming has been like such a, a cool outlet for you to be your creative Amazing. self. Can you talk about your adventure with TikTok? I, I mean, don't even. Also like tell, you, you have like a pretty legitimate following of people. I just found out today that I've reached a million likes on TikTok. Damn. Wow. Which like, I don't understand what's going on. 
I do. You're freaking funny, dude. <laughs> well, funny. And Re- didn't Reese Witherspoon duet you or something? Or someone? I don't know. Someone from Love, not Love is Blind, um, 90 Love. Day Fiance did. Perfect. One you- of the girls. And I was like, what is happening? You're incredible. So tell us about I'm looking TikTok at it now because I fun. And what that's so- good for you and your mental health and your just your joy. Um, so it started, I guess, so I have two stepsisters that are twins and they're 20. Stop it. I have two stepsisters that are twins. What is I happening? Have <laughs> I have got to take a minute. That is, stop. This is crazy. <laughs> what? This is freaking weird as crap. Like, are you guys like maybe potentially like soulmates? <laughs> We've got to be, this is nuts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, one one is no longer with us, so I just have the one. Uh, but yeah, they're twelve. So weird. This is nuts. I can't believe that. I know. Wow. Anyway, twin wow. sisters who are twenty. Yes. So they actually um, they had TikTok first, obviously, because they're younger than me. And they were making like stupid videos and would talk about TikTok all the time, and I would constantly make fun of them. Well, because that's my love language is making fun of people. Yeah. Um, but uh, then I downloaded TikTok because they kept sending them to me. And I was like, Ugh, I'm going to love this app crap. And I did. And then I became obsessed. And then I started posting just stupid stuff, like the same stuff I would put on an Instagram story for my friends to see for a yeah. long time. And like, there was no, no traffic, nothing. I had the only, <laughs> only traffic I had was making, um, men angry <laughs> so talk about like the fact that men are trash and bad. like that Yo, bad. and they didn't like me very much <laughs> well then it all started because my ugh, my mom and I went to this restaurant and we both slightly fell in love with the bartender Love it. she was so cute and I didn't have the courage to leave my phone number I was like freaked out. And my mom was like, Dallas, you need to grow a pair. I was like, I'm so nervous. (laughs) And so then we went out to the car and I was like, mom, here's what you can do is you can take my phone number. Wing woman. Oh yeah. She's the best. So she did. She took my phone number back into the restaurant and gave it to the hostess and was like, can you give this to the bartender? And so that video happened and then we connected, he texted me, we were, we planned to date. Well, this was the first date I'd been on since I went through a very terrible breakup last August. So I was freaking out. Yeah. And so I made, I just is ended this up recording the child myself. bride? This is the child bride. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this was, I just like started randomly filming, mostly to send it to my friends. And <laughs> I ended up posting it on TikTok it blew up and the next day my cousin like every hour was texting me the numbers and I'm working and I was like what is going on like this is crazy what because I was just so anxious and weird and it ended very positively and that's those are the words I will choose right um yeah yeah Yeah. you can watch everyone go watch yeah it's (laughs) There, well, now there's a lot of videos because I posted and a lot more. So after. Yeah. Where, what is your TikTok so people can go right now? We'll make you say it 300 more it's times. It's Dally Jean, but it's, I'm just going to spell it out. 
It's D-A-L-L-Y-J-E-E-A-A-N. Very right. silly. I don't know why I chose that. On TikTok. Yeah, you can go follow me. It's um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of where it started. And then I had a ton of people, um, like obviously get very invested. People that like, like big names that I followed on TikTok already then started following me back. And I was freaking out. I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. Amazing. Like who? I love that. Like who? Like, um, Teffy, if you know who yes. she is, she does stuff with InStyle. Okay. So she follows me. Um, Scott Henry, so like fun. a really funny guy on TikTok. Um, uh-huh. The girl who's mama taught. Follows you on TikTok. Did you? I think so. Or no, what? wait. I don't no know. Way. You're following her. I'm following her. Yes. I was like, 100%. Oh no, I would throw up. Are you kidding me? If who? If Lindsay Lohan followed me, oh. I'd vomit. <laughs> okay. yeah. There's quite a few people like um, Mama Tot, if you know her. She's this yes. like, adorable little Alabama woman that just like <laughs> gives really positive, affirming videos. She follows me. It's just crazy. It's so yeah. fun. And I don't know <laughs> what the hell happened. And then people started reaching out to me um, in my Instagram DMs talking about like, you know, thank you for being so open about your anxiety because like, I feel this way, but I, I don't normally see it like truthfully portrayed. And so I thought that was really cool. Cause I was like, I'm just an anxious bundle all of the time. So I'm just trying to be myself. And I was just, you know, it's really cool to feel like, you know, people are thankful for you just being you because they can identify to it. So then it just kind of went crazy. And People got really invested in what I called the child bride saga because yes. I was younger than me and it was a whole thing. And then people just kind of stuck around for all of the chaos that I <laughs> yes. in my life every day. That it was so funny when you do all the different like filters and when <laughs> I cried. I have both. The one where it was like, I'm going to give you some advice of what to do. And it said, trust the universe. And you were like, yeah, I hate this. <laughs> no not trusting that and you were like, yeah. I don't like that. i'd rather not <laughs> yes. I was like, yeah. It's, yeah, so it's and some stuff is a total flop too and that's just like the nature of the internet which makes me laugh and some you, stuff people are like yeah and then feel like you like you work in like a such a non-drama theater experience with your job job but do you feel like you can be like your creative self on TikTok and yeah kind of outlet? yeah I mean I think that my followers kind of dictate the kind of content that I put out there yeah. But I still get to be like my silly fun self, which, which is, is so good. And all my coworkers know about TikTok. I've had coworkers from <laughs> other jobs in the past text me and they were like, haha, you just came up on my for you page. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I just don't understand. It's incredibly overwhelming. I will say I had someone to... recognize me at a restaurant and I was like, oh, love that. Nope. I'm taking was notes right now. Terrifying. I know, I know. Like I was gonna say, like you need to teach us. You need to teach us what to I'm do. literally we just started. It's I have we people, just started one. Like all my friends ask, like, how do I get famous? And I was like, I don't know, just be anxious publicly. Anxious and just like right. Yeah. yeah, like those are the ones that are successful. I mean, yeah, people are pretty this. invested in my dating life, but <laughs> Danny, weird and anxious. Hello, that's it. There you go. I Perfect. just need to start posting my everyday life. I know, <laughs> yeah, guys. I know. We always joke about Danny because 
Danny's the youngest one in our office by like multiple years. Yeah. So she, she keeps us young and cool. And she always, we're like, Danny, like you need to keep us hip. Like you need to get out on the, like make a YouTube channel, keep us cool. She's like, I love it. She's like, I'm always wanting to be an influencer. So Do it. It's so, I don't know where to start. We love it. Girl, I'm like the only one that posts to our TikTok and I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, I just the did one a, she did the a one TikTok yeah the one TikTok that I did it literally took me like five hours because I was like I don't know how to use this yeah <laughs> it's amazing just, yeah I just did one that was like for the don't say gay thing where I just said all the different gay yeah you did all the different nice. words for queer yeah so I love that um, but that was yeah that's it besides like in Instagram now, they like they, if you can put your highlights, they'll automatically put them into a reel, like Ooh, oh. music. Mm-hmm. So I that's that. the two of the new TikToks that I put. I definitely don't post my TikToks to Instagram. Oh, really? I'm a little too nervous. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because they're about my dating life and so the people I date follow me on Instagram. Oh, that's. So I was like, if you want to see what I'm saying about you in my private life, you can look at TikTok, but I'm not going to like <laughs> be open about it. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, I absolutely think that what you're doing is amazing. And I, what I love, I mean, a list of things that I love about you and your person is that you make the topic of anxiety and awkwardness and weirdness and difference and feelings of being uncomfortable and like socially anxious, all those things like so normalized and like so many people can connect to those feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's so important what you're doing. Like you might think that like what you're doing is like silly fun, like silly goofy, but it is so important. And I love that so much because thank you. this is such a normal feeling. Like this kind of stuff is so common and people don't talk about it enough or the people that do talk about it, talk about it from like such an intellectual standpoint, Yeah, make it reachable or like relatable. Also like dark, you know, like also like very dark and like makes it seem like if you have anxiety or depression, like Like it's scary, dark, you know, but whereas like, you know, if you can make it light, like, it's just like, it's something some of us deal with a lot, actually, most of us, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, yeah, I feel like growing up, I was also just looked at as like, oh, Dallas is dramatic. Oh my gosh. She talks all the time. Like, yes. well, I didn't realize, yeah. yes, I am dramatic. I know that, but a huge part of like where all of that energy comes from is anxiety. And, mm-hmm. you know, like it's important, even if you're on medication, I'm sure you guys know, like to check in with yourself. Cause I'll have moments where I'm way more anxious or chunks of time. My doctor's like, all right, we're going to up your meds. Cause you're talking way too much in your appointment. I was like, uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Very anxious. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because like, I, and I get that a lot too, that I talk too much. In fact, it was, we had like a family therapy session recently where I was talked about, but, um, <laughs> um (laughs) my battery is running low but I'm plugged in I don't understand technology um there you go 
Bingo bongo. Oh, but yeah, but so I was told, I've always been told that I talk too much. I talk a lot, blah, blah, blah. Like let other people get a word in edgewise. But like, I also am, I get so anxious if there's, un, you know, like if there's not time filled. And I don't, yeah, like I don't really understand yeah. really why um, I talk, why my like anxiety turns into talking too much. I think it's like a little bit of, I guess like hyperactivity, but like also. I think a lot of ours does. Cause like for me personally, I, my brain doesn't ever turn off. Right. So then when there's silence, right. my brain's still right. going and I'm like, I need to say these thoughts out loud because or else I'm living with them on my own. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Oh, right. No, I, and yeah. I also, I also say things that people don't necessarily want to hear about, like, you know, mm-hmm. that necessarily are appropriate talk about like <laughs> your bowels. <laughs> like I had a boyfriend once that like before we would go into like a social situation he'd be like so let's not talk about poop or I'm like okay fine um but the yeah and so like I I also I think I feel like because when I was growing up I had like really bad digestive issues which were really embarrassing and like some other stuff and I felt like if I say it then nobody can make fun of me for it because I'm the one that said it. Absolutely. Yeah. So interesting. Oh, this has been so good. I truly, I mean, I don't know how many times I've used the word obsessed, but I'm so obsessed (laughs) with Dallas. I think that everyone should go and follow her shenanigans on whatever shenanigans are the perfect way to describe yeah it. for sure My social media shenanigans on tiktok yeah. or instagram but before we i think we're going to wrap up probably in the next couple minutes right right but i wanted to before we like tell everyone all your social medias <laughs> i i always like to round out the pod by asking our guests our famous question um which is if know. you do you want to ask the question, Danny? No, no, this is your spot. It's your last episode, so I want you to do it. Yeah, I'll do it. All right. The honorable mention. The last time asking this question. And the question is, if you could tell your younger self one thing, what would you tell her? You're looking at her in the eyeballs and you're going to tell her what? Oh no, I didn't think I was going to get emotional until, oh crap. Uh-huh. Um, really every time this happens. I know. I was like, totally fine. What? Yeah. Um, one of them is, I mean, like you're enough. Mm. Like exactly who you are is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> um, it's okay. We love it. We're all like this. Yes. I did not plan on that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like growing up as a theater kid, of course, you're stressed out and worried about what people think of you all of the time, because that's how you're going to be successful is if people like you, Right. but, um, even in like friendships and relationships, I feel like my life has been very, it's the fear of someone finding someone better, like a better best friend or a better girlfriend or, you know, someone that's not as much as I am. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that, you know, you really have to break down those walls as impossible as it is. Like you're not too much for somebody. Oh yes. Yeah. And that's, that's hard because, you know, in 
the theater world, you're always worried about, I mean, no, not even in life. You're always worried about people being like, oh my God, like you're a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I am a lot. You're absolutely correct. But like, I'm the perfect level of a lot for the right people. I needed to mm-hmm. hear that. That was <laughs> yeah. it. That was so, so it. I have to say that um, this is just for, like absolutely ridiculous, but I, I mean, you and me, but um, yeah, what? Uh, wow. sisters. But like, that's so interesting because I'm thinking about getting back out into the dating world. I've taken in a nice long break since I got into recovery and I'm nervous as crap. And I, one of the biggest reasons I was just talking about this with my therapist is like, I feel like I'm a lot I'm mm-hmm. for somebody because there's so many, like, there's a lot that I, I, you know, right. need or want or whatever. And yeah. And like my therapist is like, but they're like, and and that's been the thing with my past relationships that have been toxic is that I, that's what I've been told, you know, Mm -hmm. and, but they Mm -hmm. were people that were able to, to support, be supportive or like, you know, just have their own stuff going on. And, you know, she's like, why do you think there's not somebody out there that can, you know, be exactly what you need? And, you know, we'll think that you're, you're perfect the way you are, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know, because television. <laughs> yeah. Or like, cause of your past, like, I've right. people exactly. be like, yeah. oh, well, I can't give you what you're asking for. Cause it's too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, and you have to be okay with, yeah, I am going to be too much for you. Cause you're not enough. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm not enough for you. It's that you're not enough for me. Yes, exactly. Yeah um wow and that- dating is a joke and I hate it I know I'm so, so nervous I'm over it yeah <laughs> well, I'm old and married with like 800 kids so that's also not that amazing I'm just kidding I love my wife I love my children so this is this is the thing so like I'm just gonna say this it's probably not appropriate but I had a dream the other night about having a wild love affair with <laughs> Zelensky. So, um, <laughs> president of the Ukraine. So, oh, wait, but I understand. And that's what a lot of people have told me, but this is like a very involved dream. And so I, I know that's what a lot of people have said, like, I'm pretty sure that you are not alone, <laughs> but yeah. uh, Amy, one of our coworkers was like, I think it's time for you to get some. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get it. Like maybe I should start looking through some of these dating apps, but yeah so hard I know I feel like anxiety in dating is so overlooked like oh my god it's so stressful are you kidding yeah I mean there's been a couple of times and like Harley's been along on this journey with me where I've had like flirtatious texting situations always unavailable men always um and because it's that was felt safer you know Mm -hmm. um but um just that like whole like when are they texting me back why aren't they texting me back are they is so oh my god I like really don't want to deal with that (laughs) I really don't yeah (laughs) yeah so well and even if you're like mentally stable ish you're still gonna make mistakes with stupid dating situations (laughs) right right yeah Um, yeah I there was like a meme I saw early on in the pandemic that was like um you know, me decides it's ready to start dating. Me, like me, start things that start. Laugh. 
think I'm start. I'm ready oh. for dating again. Can I talk? Um, yeah. And then it's like <laughs> world <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yes. Touche. Yes. Very good. I just wanted to read something real quick that I have like this little quote um, on my um, my board over here that literally says about being too much. So it says, you are not too much. You have never been too much. You will never be too much. The very idea is preposterous because you were born to be you, all of you, not a tiny acceptable silver, not a watered down version with colors dulled and edges softened. No, you were meant to be every last pulsing, bleeding, loving, crying, feeling bit. And I was like, I know I was like, ah, because I've gotten that too. The you are, I'm a lot. You are too much. You are too Mm -hmm. this, you are too that. Mm -hmm. You know, like that is you, that is who you are. And you can either take it or leave it and keep it, keep it moving. So I wish you Dallas the best in all of your adventures and in everything that you do personally, professionally, as an advocate, as a accounts payable professional travel yes. traveling everywhere as a dating person whatever you're doing I wish you the best because you are such a light and you are such a joy and your story is so special and just who you are is good like who you are is good and I just am excited for you and I am gonna laugh my ass off and watch your TikToks for the next couple minutes <laughs> because I know man it's good so where can people follow you if you don't mind sharing whichever handles you're comfortable sharing publicly sure um so yeah my tiktok handle I did say before but I will spell it out again because spell it out again I spelled it like an idiot on the internet it's fine um it's (laughs) dally jean which is my nickname but it's d-a-l-l-y-j-e-e-a-a-n it's absurd. We love um, nice. And then my Instagram handle is just Dallas Slangard. It's my first and last name. Awesome. And we'll include that in the show notes um, cool. down, down in the description of this episode. Awesome. Um, and we are not as cool as you, but you can also oh follow my us on socials. <laughs> We're trying. Yes. Absolutely. What? Yes. No. <laughs> Drop yes. on We are, you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore Yana podcast. And we also have a website, and that is www.theyanapodcast.com. Nice Woo. and simple. We finally got a domain name. That's <laughs> so, so cool. Yeah. And so, um, and we put out new episodes every Tuesday. If you want, if you have a story that you want to share or you know somebody, you know, hit us up on Instagram. You can DM us, and you can also contact us through our website. And before we bid you all adieu, adieu. <laughs> I can't handle you sometimes. Oh I love my you. God. I just have to say, well, first of all, thank you so much, Dallas, for joining thank us. Thank you, guys. And, and thank, thank you for uh, having me on your last episode, Carly. That's, I feel so honored. I couldn't have, I am, I am also honored. So, um, and Danny, I'm so excited that you're going to be joining me as the co-host. It's going to be fun. And Carly, I just want to say thank you 
thank you so much for everything that you have done for me, for our affiliate, like NAMI Philadelphia is the, is, is the, and so, um, it's going to be really weird not doing this with you because I literally could not be sitting here doing this myself if it hadn't been for you. So I love you so much and you do so much beautiful things for so many people. Um, you have like Mm -hmm. a beautiful heart in the world, (laughs) um, with all the children that you've brought home, that you fostered, adopted, um, just all the people that have come into our office. It's just in Philly, like in general, like the, our coworkers who have all gotten so much from you. So I love you so much. I love you so much. You're making me cry. <laughs> and I'm you've scared. also therapy until tomorrow. <laughs> you also loved me enough to go with me for a whole weekend to the Renaissance Fair. I will always do that. <laughs> I will always do that. <laughs> I appreciate I you. Always and forever. No, yeah. seriously, this has um, been one of my favorite things that NAMI Philly has ever done. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's such a cool um, and important uh, platform and thing to do. And I hope, um, and I know that it'll continue to be amazing. Um, and it's just going to be a really cool thing. Getting to know these people has been such a reward. Um, and it feels like, I don't feel like I'm working. Like I'm literally like just thriving. I love it. So I'm going to miss it, but I couldn't have picked a better replacement. I have big shoes to fill. I'm only only a size seven. You're fine. No, it's okay. (laughs) But this is great. This is a special thing. So thanks for uh, being here with us, Dallas, as we just mushed over each other. Yes. I love it. (laughs) This I'm getting very like, emotional over here. This is so, like a very normal, so a normal thing. I remember when Danny first started with us, she was like, holy crap. Like I've never been a part of a group of coworkers that like loved each other so much. Yes. I was like, I don't know what to do with all of this. Because <laughs> we were like, you're amazing. Like you're great. And she was like, what is Me? this? Like this <laughs> No, that's awesome. So, well, I am going to wrap us up as our, as our last, my last podcast. I'm going to turn over uh, my hat, my leaf, pass my torch, whatever it is. (laughs) And um, I say thank you one more time to all our listeners and, um, you know, all that good stuff. Thanks for dealing with my crazy ass on the podcast. (laughs) You guys are amazing. Dallas, thank you again so much for being such a bright light to us today. And um, like Becca said, reach out if you guys want to be on the podcast and share your story and all that good stuff. But other than that, we'll see you again next Tuesday. Peace and love. Bye. If you or someone you know is in crisis, call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988. Or you can text NAMI to the Crisis Text Line at 741-741. Or go to NAMI.org for more information. Remember, you are not alone.